This is Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today is super fun because we are recording live in a senior high school Bible class. And so our question is read by one of those seniors. Does it take anything besides belief that Jesus is Lord to get into heaven? And can I do anything to get out of that? You know, we all start at the same place. We have to trust in Christ and Christ alone for our salvation. That's the baseline. When we talk about Jesus' work being efficacious, big word, that it's effective. If he died in our place on our behalf instead of us, is that enough? Is that sufficient? And we trust in Christ and Christ alone for that. And we know the verses, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. So belief is the process, it's the manner, it's the way we embrace that salvation. The question then is, well, what more do I have to do? And that's where we get into legalism and religion that we're trying to contribute. So if Christ's death wasn't sufficient, then we're in big trouble because how do you know you've done enough? How do you know you've been good enough? The second part of the question to me is interesting. Anything I can do to get out of that? I'm kind of taking that one of two ways, like, If I trust him, can I lose salvation? Or if I trust him and change my mind? So the first part of that, no, I don't think we can lose our salvation because, again, what he did was sufficient. Now, if a person says all the right things and then says, well, I changed my mind later in life, it's one of two things. Either they never really trusted Christ in the first place, they were too young, didn't understand it, didn't comprehend it, didn't mean it, whatever, or We talk about living a carnal lifestyle. They've walked away from God. They say, you know, yeah, I believe that when I was five, walked the aisle, prayed the prayer, got baptized, hominy, domini, lomini. But I really don't believe that anymore because I'm in college now and I'm smart and I don't believe it. So what will happen to that person? A couple of things, maybe over time they get calloused and confronted with it. Maybe they just don't care anymore. There's a cryptic phrase in one of Paul's letters where he talks about Demas having loved this present world has left me. And I've always wanted to write a book called The Way of Demas. What does it mean to believe and embrace and then just walk away and never come back? So we don't know. Either they never trusted Christ truly or they're just kind of apathetic toward God. And that, of course, is a dangerous place to be. But Do you think that Paul was saying Demas left the faith or just like left him in the mission that they were doing? It's an innuendo to me that he kind of abandoned the gospel. And I may be overreading it, but the sense I get is that he kind of walked away from it all. Like, I love the world more than I love God and what Paul was doing. But it's a fair point, and it could be taken that way. Okay, how does like a changed life, new birth, good works, how does all that factor into? So good works are our thank you back to God. Ephesians 2, 8, 10 is the most overlooked verse in the whole gospel package. We know 8 and 9, but we don't know 10 that we're to walk in these good works that he prepared beforehand, right? But when it comes to, do I do that to keep my salvation, to hang on to it? No, but it's our response. So we say it's a thank you back to God. Uh, Some of us were raised in Roman Catholic traditions. I was, and, and that's called Arminianism. And that really means you have to do your part, that Christ's work wasn't sufficient, that you've got to do your part to ensure your salvation. So That's where the Protestant Reformation, the tensions come between Roman Catholic and Wesleyan traditions that think you can lose your salvation, you got to do your part, that type of thing. So it gets a little gummy, but the scripture to me is very clear. You're trusting in a person, in his work. He lived, he died, was buried, came back from the dead, and that's what we're trusting in. Otherwise, how do you measure it? 
you're better than me, I'm better than you. And that's where we get into legalism and the Sanhedrin stuff. But how do you like know that you know that you know that you're saved? I'm trusting in Christ and Christ alone, not my works. Is there a change? Yes. Do we measure it? I don't know how. I would say, does your sin bother you? Are you convicted by sin? Do you want to grow? When you read the Bible, are you both encouraged and kind of depressed? I mean, I really go, oh man, I'm a terrible person today. Other times it encourages me. It makes me want to live for Christ. I want to be around people of faith. I want to be around the body of Christ. I want to learn and grow and mature. I'm concerned. Do I love God? As opposed to I just live the same way. Yeah, I trusted Christ when I was in 10th grade or 5th grade. And yeah, I believe all that and I live however I want. So the change is hard to measure. But yes, to be born again, doesn't that suggest there's a fundamental change that somehow I'm not living the way I was? For me, it was radical. I was into drugs and licentious, crazy behavior. When I came to Christ, it stopped. I knew that was wrong. And it wasn't I measured my salvation. It was I knew what Christ had done for me. And I had this new life, and I wanted to live that way. All right. Well, if you've got a question for Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. The info is in your show notes. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonam Warfik, and music composed by Jason Germain. 